This is the Education Business Podcast for consultants and business owners providing services in schools. I'm Claire Riley, and I'll be sharing how to start, grow, and scale your education business. Today, I want to talk about investing in yourself. If you've been an entrepreneur for over 12 months, then you probably know by now that it's important to invest in yourself and that your business growth is directly linked to how you invest in yourself as a person. I think we generally do know how to invest in ourselves. You're doing it right now. You're listening to my podcast. And you're listening because you're hoping that you're going to learn something new that will help you grow your education business. Or you're hoping to be reminded of something that you haven't got around to yet. Maybe get a little bit more insight on how you can get started and action that particular thing. So if I asked you right now how you could invest in yourself, you'd probably tell me that you could listen to podcasts, you could listen to or read books, you could participate in courses and memberships, you could get a coach or a mentor or be part of a mastermind. And these answers are not wrong, obviously, they are 100% correct. These really will help you to grow personally and they are all brilliant investments in yourself. But... I want to talk about other ways to invest in yourself that are super important, free, which is always nice, isn't it? And must not be missed out. You see, you may have realised this, but the usual answers we give when we think about investing in ourselves are very content driven. And this has its place, of course it does. You know, I deliver some of that content myself in Education Business Club and on this podcast, it's all super important. However, today I want to talk about the different actions you can take to invest in yourself that are not content driven. I've been at points in my business career where I've obsessed with adding a million and one podcasts by a million and one people to my playlist on Spotify and I never get through them and then I feel guilty about it. I've been that person who who feels every spare minute wanting to learn more. No matter what that is, even if it's not relevant to me right now, I'll be doing the dishwasher, oh, I must learn. I'll be cooking tea, oh, I must learn. I'll be doing the school run, oh, I must learn. I've been that person who fills every evening with more and more audiobooks and courses until my brain is absolutely full. It's just bursting. And the problem with only consuming content as a means of investing in yourself is that that content has nowhere to go especially if you're prolific like I am. And entrepreneurs tend to be quite prolific. I've been there where my head is totally full of stuff that other people say, experts. Where it's got to the point that I'm confused about who I am. I've got no idea what I say anymore and I can't process anything. I'm basically listening, but I'm not actually listening. So what else do you need to be doing to invest in yourself that isn't content driven? And here are five things you should be doing to grow as a person that don't involve listening to someone else's content. Number one, give yourself time and space to think and develop as a leader. This is part of your work. So you should think about fitting it into your working time. You need time to process your own thoughts And this is crucial when you are running a business. Even if you don't have colleagues right now, you are still a leader. You are leading your business. 
You know, I was talking to a family member a few weeks ago who is a leader in uh, quite a, an established organization at a really high level, yet the culture of the workplace is not to allow thinking time during working hours. So they do all their thinking on a weekend, staring into space when the children are around. And I can tell you I've learned that this is not enough. I've been that person who's done the thinking on a weekend and that is, it's not enough time. You might still need some of that time. Do you want to know how important I've realised time and space to think is? It's so important that I pay directors at Classroom Secrets just to think on a Friday. They have a pay day off to process everything and then come back on Monday with new energy, new focus and new ideas and it works. Space and time to think is hugely important and the more your business grows, the more it becomes your job. I didn't just pluck this out of thin air and thought, oh, that'd be a nice idea. I put it in place from experiencing brain fog and understanding how important thinking is in running and leading a business. And I often tell our interim MD how much of her job is thinking and not doing and that she needs to make sure she's got space and time to think. Number two, work on your mindset. Your business can only grow as much as you can grow. You can listen to all the mindset books and podcasts that you like, but you have to start doing the actual work to make things happen, to see change take place. You'll find it so difficult to move forward if you listen to books about big ideas, but then don't change the way that you think to allow yourself to believe in the big ideas for your own life. Number three, you need to set up boundaries. Boundaries are the rules that you put in place in your business and life. When is it okay for a customer to call you? What will you and what will you not give to a colleague? How many hours will you stay in a particular school? Do you stick to what's in that particular agreement? Setting boundaries means that you respect yourself and your time and space, which is what I mentioned in point one. This is part of your development. Number four, walking. You might not think that walking um, has its place, but when you move your body, your thoughts move as well. It's a really great place to think, especially if you're alone. And for me, it's symbolic as well. To be able to go for a walk in the middle of the day, it's showing me how grateful I am to set my own schedule, my own hours, and appreciate the freedom that I've created in my own life. And it's a place as well where you can action points one, two, and five that I'm coming on to now. Number five, asking big questions and then answering them. So this is a skill to think of the big questions in the first place and then be brave enough to answer them. In a way, it's like self-coaching. You need to be able to come up with the questions yourself so that they are relevant to you, unless, of course, you're working with a coach who can help you. So here are some examples of big questions that you might ponder. What would it be like if I got three new clients this month? How would I feel and what would I do differently? What does being successful mean to me? How can I step into that? Who am I and what do I want? Obviously, you also need to make changes based on your answers here as well. And this is where the magic happens. So there you have it. Five free ways that you should be investing in yourself. It's not all about books and podcasts. 
you have to make time for yourself and do the thinking work as well. I hope I've really inspired you to create that time and space for yourself this week to implement the content lessons that you've been bringing into your life over the past month. Thank you for listening to the Education Business Podcast. To get more information to grow your business, sign up at educationbusinessclub.co.uk.